of just like wow wow <laughs> wow i'm just saying some of us come prepared and take this seriously <laughs> some of us clearly don't oh gosh a tangent but i have a uh, alarm for sleep training so it's like this thing where i go um 2 30 every day i go upstairs in my bed and i go through the motions of getting up anyway wait Grant, wait, 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 wait 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 no 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 <laughs> i need we're gonna need to pivot slightly for this one what Welcome, dog moms and dads. Yeah, welcome, dog moms and dads to our show where we discuss the everyday joys and challenges of pet parenting. I'm your host, Jen. And I'm Ashley. And this is the Dog Mom Podcast presented by Zippy Paws. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 This is, I don't this know is how what, to sing. This is what you guys are missing. <laughs> All right, this is an exciting episode, though. Is it? I I'm hope so. Pumped. I'm pumped for it. I... I think it's worth pointing out that everyone who has a dog is a dog mom, right? Like there are tons and tons of dog moms out there. But what I think is interesting about you is that you started a company after you became a dog mom. You are so Mm -hmm. inspired by your pup that you started Zippy Paws. So you have, you definitely have a different perspective than most people out there, I would say. I think so, but I, I like to think of myself as like a regular dog mom that just so happens to work in the pet industry. Um, like I don't really have any like super, I mean, I'm not really experiencing um, kind of like uh, w- w- like wellness or training or anything. It's just I happen to be in the pet sphere, you know, so I do cool dog mom. Yeah, I'm a cool. <laughs> okay, the video is a bad idea because why are we even doing video and people can see how weird we are. So in case you I, haven't you known, know, yeah, we've started um, uploading all of our episodes onto YouTube. So if you go to YouTube and search Dog Mom Podcast, um, you'll find us there. And for the first few episodes, which we didn't record, um, they are just like photos so you can hear our sound. But this episode and last one we're starting to do video so hopefully you guys like it don't don't watch hopefully it you don't you... <laughs> so we don't have to keep doing this ashley is so anti-video but i think people love to see her so i know i do so I'm just gonna be like oh shut up stop flying. yeah we're just gonna like <laughs> hide behind the mic so we we kind of have to remember to tell people that you know what we're doing in the video um, and for those people who are listening on the podcast, like on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts, we kind of have people like, so Ashley just eye rolled. So I have to caption. Okay. <laughs> if, caption if we're pointing out every say. time, if we're pointing out every single time that I eye roll, that's going to be the entire podcast. We just need to have like a sound um, that I can press, like a soundboard where I press and you're eye, you're, you're eye rolling. <laughs> you're just making a meow. That'd be cute. All right. So, but I mean, going kind of going back to the 
the uh, original point I was making is that you, you are an inspiration to a lot of people. And I think that there are a lot of dog moms out there that given the opportunity, if you told them, Hey, you could start your own business and you can work with dogs all day. That, I mean, that's, that's the goal. Your, your hashtag goals at this point. So I'm excited for you to share your story. And I think most of our listeners, if not all of them will be excited too. Yeah, this is definitely the dream job for me. Um, I think growing up, I didn't really know what I would be doing. Um, I didn't, well, when I was like very young, I wanted to be like an interior designer. I wanted to be an artist. I wanted to be a photographer. Um, All of these like creative fields that, you know, as an Asian girl growing up, that's just not what you aspire to because your parents want you to be um, like doctors or lawyers or things like that. Um, But my parents weren't really um, super strict in what they wanted me to be. They didn't really like tell me they had any expectations, but my dad being a business person, he always wanted me to start my own business or, um, you know, work, work in business basically. And I never really have any interest. I just like, as a kid growing up, I just didn't really know what I was going to do. Right. I knew I wanted to get good grades and go to a good school, but I really didn't really have a direction in life. So I didn't even think that I was going to do Zippy Paws until I started it, basically. So what, <laughs> what, what kind of led up to that? What were the immediate things? Like when, when did you really get that inspiration to start Zippy Paws? I think I've always kind of um, been interested in pets because growing up, my, uh, my parents worked for another dog toy company. Um, so they've been in the industry for a long time and, um, my dad was like the importer. He was like the manufacturer for, um, another well-known dog toy company. I won't mention who. That we will not name. We will not name. No hard feelings towards them or anything. I mean, unless they want to pay us. If they want, (laughs) if they want a name slot, they could like send over that money, but. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, so wait, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So growing up, I really um, I've just been immersed in the dog toy industry. And I remember um, like summer breaks or winter breaks when um, I didn't really have anything to do at school. Like I would go with my parents to their office and I would hear them talking about kind of like the whole process. And sometimes um, uh, we had to do some work for them like we had to go pick up some boxes or like uh tape up some boxes and things like that my parents made me do all that so free labor for them back then right so yeah i just guess growing up i've always been kind of dabbled in the pet industry but i never thought that i would kind of like create my own company and so what led up to um me starting zippy paws was when i was graduating from college my dad and this company that he worked for they kind of separated and they just ended their working relationship and so my dad um, wanted me to take over his import business and that's not something that a 20 21 year old yeah so that's not something that I really want to do and that it just didn't appeal to me Um, at the time I was like 
interviewing for a lot of big companies um uh, so I didn't really have any interest in that um but one day my dad sat me down and told me um like he has a 10-year 15-year relationship with these factories and if he were to stop um they would just end their relationship indefinitely and if I ever wanted to start something in pets then it would be very difficult to um actually start those relationships again so then I thought about it and I said you know I don't really want to take over your business and work for someone else I kind of want to start my own thing Uh, what do you think about me designing my own toys and I guess he 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 just said go for it you know he didn't really say um anything negative and he just like really supported me and said um if you want to then we can we can start so then i don't know just being young and naive i thought i could build a whole company with my little doodles that i draw i drew in my ipad and i did it so spoiler alert (laughs) here we are um yeah so i graduated college a year before my peers so i figured that um even if i spent one year developing zippy paws and it failed i would still be i wouldn't have lost anything um not i wouldn't have lost any time um i think my biggest fear back then was i didn't want to fall behind um so with kind of like that naivete and um huge confidence i guess i started zippy paws and started designing toys. And it, it, it's funny that that not wanting to fall behind was such a big concern because I feel like in your 20s, that's like, that's the thing, right? You want to mm-hmm. be in line with everyone else. And in reality, for if you're an entrepreneur, if you're in a relationship, your timeline is not going to be like anybody else's. But that that's such mm-hmm. a key thing in your 20s, looking back now, like even if you yeah. had fallen behind, one or two years and still created this and still have the same outcome it's still a monumental success yeah it's something that i always say um that that's one thing that really pushed me to start zippy paws and i know it doesn't matter to me now but at the time it mattered to me a lot um being kind of like a perfectionist i always had this timeline for myself whereas like 21 i want to graduate from college and then 25 i want to get married and then 28 i wanted to have a kid and 30 i need to be successful and by 40 i want to build my own house and things like that my timeline like (laughs) no not so much i'm like i I still want to build my own house at 40 but everything else um did not really pan out and i think to uh people who are just starting their their careers or even you know your 30s 40s 50s and you want to start your own company it's never too late Um, yeah yeah don't really listen to what other people say um that it's too late for you to do any of this you've been in this relationship too long is um it's not worth it to get get out or anything like that that's all false it's on your head um so i like to tell people that um that's initially that's what prompted me to start my own company Um, but if I thought about it now, like that wouldn't be something that held me back. I think one of the questions that we get asked the most on social media that I get asked all the time, be it from press, from people, how did you come up with the name Zippy Paws? Um, it's, 
not as um like involved as you would think i knew i wanted the word pause in it because i wanted a word that would convey that it was a pet company without saying um so and so pet company right there are a lot of um uh, brands out there that have pet or dog in their name and i just didn't want something like that i wanted to stand out a little bit more so that's where i came out with the word pause because even if i do dog toys or cat toys um they all all uh pets these pets all have paws so i like the name pause and then i wanted something um in front of it to kind of make us stand out from the crowd and i liked zippy because it means fun lively and i just think it just sounded like it just flowed naturally and when i was thinking about other names i just always came back to this so i don't just zippy paws it's it's such a cute name and i love it so um that's how we came up with the name and i think it it's so indicative of the brand itself too I think we are a fun and lively company. Yeah. I think your toys are fun and lively. Yeah. So the the idea of Zippy Paws, um, I wanted to kind of design toys for our generation, um, people our age who have pets. And when I started, I was 2021 20, and everything on the market was just kind of boring blah they all were like squirrels or mallards they're they yes. tended to be a little bit more um kind of like training tools and like uh yeah how things you, you wouldn't things you wouldn't want lying on the floor in your living room when people came over right they're they kind of evolved from training tools such as like those duck uh i don't even know how those called but like you would bring these tools out into the wild to train your dogs to fetch. Uh, uh, the hunting, you know, yeah. yeah. Hunting, hunting, hunting and retrieving tools. Right. So when I first started, it was like um, just when that was transitioning into like making actual toys for dogs. And back when my dad started in like the 90s um, and he went to factories to to look for manufacturers, to look for partners in producing these toys the factories never heard of like actual making dog toys they're like you mean we actually are going to produce toys that dogs are gonna chew like that seemed like such a novel idea um these plush animals are, are for kids they're not for adults and they're not for um dogs for pets um so so when i started it was kind of like they already transitioned into making dog toys, but they were still kind of in the old-fashioned um, realm, I guess I would say. So I wanted to create toys that I would like and my friends would like. So I never really thought about doing any type of like market research or anything like that. I just wanted to make toys that I would buy. Um, and luckily that resonated with a lot of our customers. Um, so, I mean, I, I still, I recommend doing market research, but back then I just, <laughs> I mean, it, it works though, right? Because one of our target demographics is essentially you and I, it's yeah. us. Mm -hmm. And so you are your own market research. Your friends are your own market research. It's a little bit more of a guerrilla style of doing it, but 
it's still it's still research yeah i wouldn't sell yourself short there (laughs) so what's your what's your favorite early memory of zippy paws because i feel like they're probably broken down maybe by a timeline but what what's one of your earliest successes slash favorite memories Aside from when you hired me, which isn't really an early memory, but we all know that's I'm your like, favorite. I'm like, where's that meow button where I can roll my eyes? So I think I have f- several favorite memories that I like to, to share. Um, I think one of the earliest ones was um, maybe about a year or so after I started Zippy Paws, I... Um, we live in Southern California, and in the Orange County, we have this show called America's Family Pet Expo that happens every April, I believe. And that year, I decided to um, get a little booth. It was like a 10 by 10 tiny booth, um, and I just brought a bunch of my toys. And this was even before I started selling um on on the website or on amazon or anything like that like i literally just got these shipment of toys in and i wanted to get some market research i don't want to get some feedback who are you know not my friends and family so i brought a basket of toys and and um one of our first sellers are called the squeaky buddies we still sell them now but they're just like these little toys that had a squeaker in them and i did a discount for um a buddy for a dollar and I don't know just people just really really love them and I had a janitor come up to me who was like actually like sweeping the floors at the show and he wanted to get one for his daughter like the pink bunny and he says uh these are these are dog toys like they don't even look like dog toys I love them so much like they look like kids toys and I think my daughter would really really love them Um, so that was like one of my first memory of like people really, um, like my designs really resonated with them and I don't know, it was just so sweet because he was like an old man and, and he was like, oh, my daughter will love this. So his daughter must have been like 30 or something. (laughs) (laughs) I think those, I think those milestones are important though. Yeah. And I, and I really remember, really remember them. Um, like a lot of the memories that I, I have of the company aren't really like numbers related, like not when we sold a million dog toys or anything like that, but it's just like talking to people and how they feel or the experience that they have with my toys. I think those are like the really memorable ones. Didn't you have a fun story traveling about Zippy Paws? Yeah, I did. Um, so this was oh gosh i'm so bad with my years i think this was 2014 um so about three years after i started the company i was traveling with two of my girlfriends for her bachelorette trip um to belize i'm like who who does a bachelorette (laughs) trip to belize right what is that life like right um so we were traveling down there and then one day we were um, we crossed the border over to Guatemala to visit the um, ancient ruins. And I was sitting there at lunch, just hanging out. And this couple next to me started talking to me. And they li- they're from Chicago. 
and they were telling me oh so i told them kind of about like what i do since he asked and they're like oh my my dogs love this one particular toy it has um this banana and had three little monkeys inside i'm like no and they're like, <laughs> like yeah that's my dog's favorite that. i'm like well that's mine so it was just like really funny to meet just some random strangers halfway across the world and they they know about my product and i don't know it was just like that first story where um i was like wow like i'm having like a really big impact right and people actually really like my toys well that's and it's an even bigger deal for you because up until just a couple months ago really you were hand drawing every single toy so it Mm -hmm. was a labor of love from beginning to end for you yeah definitely and this is something that we don't really talk about too much but we do um hand draw all of our designs so um if you listen to our show you know that recently i just hired a product product designer so i'm not sitting down hand drawing every single one right now but now she's she does yeah she does but um so i've been doing this for almost 10 years of just like wow wow (laughs) wow i'm just saying some of us come prepared and take this seriously (laughs) some of us clearly don't oh gosh a tangent but i have a a alarm for sleep training so it's like this thing where i go um 2 30 every day i go upstairs in my bed and i go through the motions of getting up anyway wait 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 wait. no 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 (laughs) i need we're gonna need to pivot slightly for this one what yeah because i have a really really terrible habit of snoozing so i can stay in bed for an hour and snooze oh easy yeah there's a solution for this I thought it was just laziness. Not maybe not you, but for me. I mean, I I know I'm 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 not a morning person. I hate getting up early, and with the quarantine, um, I've just been getting up later and later and later, where to the point where I've just shifted my whole work schedule, <laughs> where I start working at ten and you know and end at like eight, which but is I really helpful for those of us that start at six thirty. I know you you're always up at six thirty. Um, so I'm in this like little accountability group with some, some strangers who have turned into friends. And one of them is doing this like sleep training where you, the whole process is the whole thought process is just like anything else getting up is, um, you need to practice. So (laughs) it sounds really weird, but we set aside like 15 minutes 15 minutes each day where we actually go and practice the process of getting up really yeah so you'll set an alarm well so you change into pajamas and then you get into bed and then you you kind of um i have a list on my phone where i have like the steps of like what i need to do when i before i get into bed and what i need to do right after i wake up so you just practice setting an alarm and not snoozing, getting up and doing the motions. So okay, it's like muscle okay. memory, you know? Um, 
So I've been doing it for like a week or so, and today I got up at 7:30, which is like wow, you know, unheard of. Is it of. feeling? Is it feeling like more natural? Um, it's still hard, um, because it's just going against who I am as a person, <laughs> a lazy person. Um, so it's still hard, but I mean, you don't like run a marathon in in a week. So I don't expect to wake up at 7.30 every single day from now on. So there are days where I'm still getting up at like 8.15, 8.30. So do they have these things for people that need accountability working out? I mean, you can join our group. We're just a group of like four people that um, we have different accountability stuff every two weeks. And we check in and all that stuff. So. I like that. I mean, I don't know if it would work for me. I am like next level lazy, but. Well, I think it's like you don't really want to let down your friends. So you kind of like, because I I can let down myself every single day. That's fine. (laughs) I don't care. But I don't want to let down people who are quote unquote counting on me. You know, if they're all killing their goals and I'm not like I feel bad. So it's okay. like a psychological thing. Anyway, oh my gosh, this got way off topic. Um, you're the one that said you had a sleep timer. I'm sorry. That weren't <laughs> some type of explanation. I should have turned it off. So right. veering back, back to Zippy Paws. Um, is your phone off though? We're good. We can proceed. <laughs> I'll check. Oh my God. I think we're good. I'm only kidding. So... Uh, What's next for Zippy Paws? What's on What's on the horizon? What are you excited what's about? What's next? Um, well, as you know, we had big plans this year. Um, we were going to redesign our booth that we use for trade shows. So every year we go to two, two major trade shows um, in the pet industry, um, global pet expo in orlando and super zoo in las vegas but those have been canceled so we're saving that money and we're kind of um reinvesting into other areas um i think in the near goal what i want to do is just continue to um do what we do best which is create toys design toys and obviously i want to keep all of our employees and we've done that so far through this whole global pandemic and we're continuing to doing so and this year actually has been pretty successful for us um in the beginning in march and april we were not sure how we would fare and our sales were pretty low but i think that because we were able to pivot so well and really rise up to the occasion um people in the industry know us like uh, as some like a vendor they can trust right and we've always had a very strong presence in online e-commerce such as amazon and chewy so we've just continued to just focus on e-commerce channels so that's when uh, working really well for us and we're on track to do the best year ever 
So that's exciting. That's exciting. Um, it doesn't yeah. it doesn't hurt that everyone is stuck at home with their dogs and their dogs are bored. That's true. So they're this just is kind they're of shoveling those toys out. Yeah. So uh, I do want to talk about Storybook just because we just launched Storybook 2, which is very exciting. We had just launched Storybook 1 when I came on board to the company, but I love anything space related. That's and not true. Of, we we launched Storybook One like a year before you started. Did you really? Really? Yeah, I think so. Right? Why are you asking me? I can't remember. I'm like I feel like we. Had, with these. I feel like I thought you had just launched it when I interviewed, but maybe I misunderstood. Because was it one of my tasks to help think of ways to promote Storybook One, and the everyone laughs because I'm like, well, I'm not giving you all of my secrets until you hire me. Maybe you're right, and I'm just remembering things wrong. It it's seems prob- it seems like years and years ago. We're probably both wrong, and Justin and Mark are going to listen to this and be like, no, no, <laughs> just focus on other stuff. I Yeah, I honestly can't remember. Um, you know how people are like, oh, two years ago we did this, and three years ago we did this. I'm like, I can't even remember what I like ate for lunch yesterday. Like, this is, <laughs> I don't know. You're probably right. So I'll say yes um, and keep going. <laughs> Sorry for interrupting. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm, I'm just really, 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 really excited about these. So the first storybook line that we put out were Charlotte the Unicorn and Liam the Llama. And I love unicorns. I love llamas. But this round of toys just speaks to me. I am a space nerd. I grew up watching Star Wars, going to the Griffith Observatory. I love everything space. And I think I also grew up loving The Little Mermaid too. So Max the Space Explorer and Maddie the Mermaid. I like we need to share everything we can about these guys because they are fantastic. Yeah, so I think a lot of people ask me about like what's what storybook? Like what does it mean? And it's a little hard to explain because it's it's got a lot of levels to it so the idea of storybook was born when i was um looking for a gift for my cousin's daughter so i was going to visit them and i wanted to bring her some presents and my cousin told me just to bring her daughter books because she wants her to learn like no toys no stuffed animals just uh, just books so i was like okay cool and I was like in Barnes Noble, like flipping through all these like kids books. Um, and I was like looking at like the younger kids section and there were all these like really awesome illustrated, well-designed books that had really good aesthetic, right? And I was like, you know what? Maybe we should do something like that with dogs. Like, why can't I read to dogs? Um, and this was when I wanted to kind of tie together the idea of like dogs are our kids, you know, I'm growing up, some of my friends have kids, um, but I don't, I have dogs. So I'm like, I didn't want to feel left out, right? So I, I thought, um, why don't we treat our dogs um, the same as kids? Like have a storybook, have a main character, and then have like supporting characters and they go on this adventure together, all right? And you can also, for the people who have kids, you can involve your kids and have it be a family affair where you can have your kids read to the dogs 
and you know play with these toys all together as a family so that's where uh, the storybook idea was born and i wanted to go a step further (laughs) and so when i came out with the first two lines um, charlotte and liam are actually the names of the kids of one of our employees so um we just kind of tie in that um feel that zippy paws treats his employees just like family honestly I, i think of us as a big family and we talk all the time and you know like i wouldn't be here without everybody working so hard right so um i just wanted to kind of like tie everyone together and liam is or when we launched liam was a two-year-old son of justin our director of operations and charlotte i think she was four so i kind of like really looked at their their personality and what they like and charlotte was you know very girly girl she loves she loves rainbows and sparkles and you know she's just like um very happy girl so i thought unicorn would suit her very well and liam was two years old but um he loves to explore he has a very big sense of curiosity he's always like climbing things and running around so i thought why not a llama who is out for adventure all the time um and then when we started the new lines of space explorer and the mermaid um i took inspiration from max and maddie who are the son and daughter of um our director of business development um that's a mouthful (laughs) that's a big (laughs) title um and they're a little bit older they are i believe 11 and 15. does that sound right yeah I believe so. Yeah. Maddie's getting ready to drive, so she's got to be close. Yeah. So she must be 15. Wow. They grow up so fast. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I kind of, uh, again, like looked at their personality and I I just wanted to bring the outdoors and um, kind of like the depths of the ocean into our story. And that's where we got the two characters. And they're all so much fun. Bjorn is, Bjorn's very picky with his toys that he choose to, chooses to play with. He's got his, his, he's got a box full of toys, but he's got his regulars. And they did not get switched up until the space line came out. Ooh. The, the planet, fun. the planet tug, he, it goes everywhere. He hits us with it. He throws it in the air. He squeaks it. So I see, I see those a lot. Yeah. Just kind of wanted to, um, use like these toys to kind of open up more conversation you know and i love how the colors all play together to create a cohesive line and i want to bring some of our best sellers into each single line for example like the in the space explorer line we have burrows of course or um one of our best sellers and we did a ufo with three little green aliens that have been very popular and three stars in a moon burrow. I love that and, one. Yeah, me too. And I also wanted to bring our, our rope tugs in the shape of a spaceship. And what else do we have in there? Just, we have so you, another- Yeah, yeah, the, the other rope, the other rope toy. Yeah, the other You've rope got, is a solar system. 
Did you say the TPR planet? TPR planet, you said that, yeah. So, yeah. So we wanted to bring in some of the bestsellers in every single category and turn them into like a whole collection of toys that look really good together. And I don't know, just so fun. I just, yeah. It was a lot of fun. And speaking from a from a creative standpoint, having having all the toys play so well together was just a marketing dream. It was we had we had a lot of fun with them. Yeah, and they're getting a lot of good feedback, so I'm I'm excited for for those lines. We just gave away two full space collections on social media, actually for Zippy Paws. Oh, yeah, I saw that. A lot of people were excited about that one, and there's a good chance we'll probably do the ocean one soon too. So. For those of yeah. you listening, if you're not already following Zippy Paws too, that's a gold mine <laughs> if you like to get toys given to you. Shameless Just, plug. It's brought this podcast is brought to you by Zippy Paws. There is nothing shameless about it. Now, if I was blasting my Instagram, which is never gonna happen because I want people to leave me alone, that would be shameless. You're right. You're right. Shameless you're plug. Correct. I am your marketing manager. It is my job right. to plug if your <laughs> You are absolutely correct. Who am I to say? <laughs> Jen's like, don't plug Zippy Paws, please. The whole the whole episode is on Zippy Paws and how we got started. And I'm like, don't talk about Zippy Paws, please. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. So as we as we kind of wrap up the Z- Zippy, Zicky, oh, my God. Zippy oh Paws my gosh. saga. What... What do you hope that Zippy Paws brings to, I don't want to say fans, that sounds horribly arrogant, but to to the consumers, to the people that buy Zippy Paws, what do you hope it brings to them? That's a good question because I have like so much that I want to do um, that I uh, that I want to bring, right? And, and how do we accomplish that? Um, it seems like very daunting. And I think that also ties into like what's next on the horizon, like what are we going to do in the future? And I think overall, I want to continue to bring really fun, really new and exciting toys into the market. Um, I'm not necessarily thinking that they'll be like industry groundbreaking or anything like that with technology, but continue to do like fun designs um, like toys that you want to receive as gifts and toys you want to give as gifts um they just like bring joy into your life and um i I see a lot of people who adopt dogs and the first um toys that they get with their foster or their adoptee are zippy paws toys and i and i really enjoy that and I, i i want to continue to kind of like share the the love of dogs and the excitement with you know whether you're a new time first time whether you're a first time dog owner or um you know you have a lot of dogs at home like i just want to bring that excitement um embodied in the zippy paws toy um and i think also i want our social media to be um like an inspiring place for people to go and find information and um, really look at like good photography, uh, you know, a place for people to like feel free to ask questions 
and just like interact with other dog moms and dads and just be like a really like fun place to be right and also kind of like with our podcast i wanted to open up the dialogue open up the conversation about how to be a better um, pet parent um, just like resources to find new things in the industry and to like I, I don't know like look for different resources too to like help you become um, a, a more responsible pet parent what else <laughs> that's that's not enough oh my gosh that's not enough okay so I mean I have like very lofty goals of you know traveling the country and um, we we've been talking about this too where we want to partner with like shelters and you know volunteer organizations to help and and i want to also create my own zippy pod store um experience store i don't know who who knows when that will happen but i mean yeah i have big dreams the limit <laughs> i love it well thanks for coming to jen's ted talk guys uh-huh. next time i'll wear so a power now- suit and be on stage so and scare people uh, yeah not be in my um my spare bedroom (laughs) so here's here's a fun little um here's a fun little marketing tip that kind of parlays into what jen is not so subtly suggesting um when you are talking about your brand and talking about your company or anything that you're passionate about it's very important to know who your audience is but even more so, it's important to know who you are because people can kind of see through the garbage, if you will. And we've worked with people in the past who are just hell-bent on changing who Jen is. And I think you have a pretty good indication of who she is. Just, I mean, from this conversation alone, right? I think you're very relatable. I think you're very good at what you do. And people take you seriously and they trust you without the need for a power suit, but we've had people that have instructed Jen, oh, don't wear jeans when you're talking to people, you have to wear a suit, or don't smile, you need to be serious, and you need to make sure people understand that if they don't buy your toys, their dogs are going to die. And that that sounds like I'm editorializing, <laughs> but that's, that's advice that we've been given. And mm-hmm. so if anybody out there is listening and feels uncomfortable about who they are, as a person or who their brand is, don't be. Because part of what makes Zippy Paws Zippy Paws and so good is that it's it's who Jen is. It's an embodiment of who Jen is. Um, and it's something that I think everyone probably goes through at one point in their life, but that's my little marketing tangent. Don't be afraid <laughs> to get up on a stage in jeans and t- in a t-shirt. There's no, there's nothing wrong with that. What you What you are wearing, what you are comfortable in does not dictate your knowledge and your skill. I've done it. I've given I've given digital marketing talks in a ripped jeans and a leather jacket and everyone around me was in a suit. So I think I'm pretty knowledgeable. <laughs> and that's the first of Ashley's marketing minute. That was a really jingle. rough that was a really rough market. Can we have like metal? Can I just get like in and in it? That's what I need. That needs to be my intro piece. To your marketing minute s- segments? <laughs> yeah, I think we do. Ashley's metal marketing minute. Ooh. No one's gonna no one's gonna listen to it. Ashley's MMM. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah, That's our I, cue. 
<laughs> but what, no, I, I feel like you were going to add something to that. It, oh. It's important though. It's being who you are doesn't take away from from your experiences and and what you and what you know. You're a leader in this industry. Yeah, and um, I just wanted to agree with you. I was going to just say that you're absolutely right. And, you know, sometimes I feel like I have, we can like talk a lot about this too, but I feel like I have imposter syndrome where, you know, I, I do run this company and I am well known, or at least my company is well known in the pet industry. Um, but I'm just like your regular gal, you know, I, I love my dogs. Um, uh, I just got a rug ruined by Birdie the other day. She like threw up on my rug. So, I mean, I'm just your average dog mom, right? Uh, and I just happen to work in the industry. That's that's how I feel. And I don't feel like some like powerful boss lady where um, I wear like a power suit and, you know, gold jewelry and I go into a boardroom and I slay and I fire people left and right. Like that's, that's not me. And the, if that's you, that's awesome. Right. I just, that is just not me. Like, I like to be at home. I like to travel. Um, I have my plants, you, you know, this is just, I feel like I'm just not going to change myself to become this version that people want me to be. That you isn't know? authentic. People like people yeah. are going to see you right through that. You're not going to be comfortable. It's just going to be a bad situation all around. Yeah. So I just like to be comfortable with myself and with the company that I'm growing. And if that resonates with you, then that's awesome. Come join our pack. But if that's not you, like, yeah. that's cool. You know, you can find your own pack, right? So that's that's all. That's what I'm over here preaching, so... I am receiving. I'm digging it. <laughs> oh, Bert. Birdie's like, I'm out of here. My mom's my mom <laughs> doesn't know what she's talking about. Oh, hardly. But if you do want to boop that follow button, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Dog Mom Podcast and our website at www.sippypaws.com backslash dog mom podcast. All right. Catch you guys. I feel next like you week. should I feel like you should plug your Instagram. Oh, zippypaws.com. Uh, and That's not your... at zippypaws. And you can find us um, on Twitter at zippypaws. You can find That's us on Facebook your... at... That's not your Instagram. I, I don't want people coming to my Instagram. I mean, like, if you want to, like, follow me, that's cool. But I don't even post. At, at Jen Koala. Yeah, because Koala is my favorite you. animal. That's why. You gotta play. This is like, this is a story of Zippy Paws, which is essentially the story of you. You gotta share. People want to see. Go look at all of her awesome travel pictures and her cute dogs. <laughs> My past life. And her um, dog dad, Hubby. That's true. A lot of people really like Nick, and I've gotten a lot of good feedback on his episode. I think it was episode three. People love him more than they love me. So if you want to see Not him. True. So if you want to see him, come to my page. I'm like trying to get all his the socials. <laughs> follow all follow all the social accounts. Are we done plugging? Right. We're done plugging. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Bye guys.